and it would be like it would be of this quality if not even worse like sixth generation dub yeah uh, only the say. director says that he brought it to a dub house to you know like they would print out mass copies of stuff for the major film. He said, look, I just need two or three copies of this. He says that's probably the day it got leaked. They took it, and some co copy guy was like, cool! Fantastic, yeah, fantastic four! four. Well, I'm getting a copy of this! And because they didn't have the negatives, that's why uh, the only copy that Oli had was not from the negatives. It was a kind of crappy one. But he was right. like, that's all he had. So he's like, dub this, please. And that's why it was born bad looking. Right. Yeah, which is fine. Works. Works so in his favor. Yeah, now stupid Doom comes in the room. It's like, what happened here? God damn it. Guys, I turned my back and suddenly there's a four logo. We're back in the Baxter building. This won't stick. I gave no, 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 no. you had one job. You had one job. Kill the Fantastic Four. How can you fuck that up? I left the room. I closed the door on you. I, 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 that reminds me of Superman 3. When he's on the phone with Reed, with uh, Riot, Richard Pryor. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, I ask you to kill Superman. You <laughs> can't even do that one thing. Yeah, right. All I ask is you be in a room with the thing, a man who will burn you on fire. A woman who will choke you to death when you least expect it. So a guy who will trip you. Of, this doesn't make sense anymore in the world again. Like, they're out of Latvia, and boom, they're home. And like, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it would be like, if it was, I don't know, you'd call the cops and say, I was abducted. I mean, you know what I mean? It was just, we got, we got away. You're right where he knows where you. And you saw the movie. You. They were in Latvia. There was a four logo went right into the screen, and then you're back at home. What? What? what I don't understand. What do you want? God for me to be. Thanks to the number four. So, I love that hair, by the way. Right now, like Steve was getting all sweet, saying, "Look, if anything happens, like he was almost about to say, I love you.' You know what I mean?" And he, go, he goes, why am I so shy around you? He goes, what'd you say? Why am I so shy around you? Shy, that's why you turn invisible. You're a hothead, Johnny. That's why you flame on. I, yeah, that's I so corny. Yeah. You're a rock hard erection. That's why you're the thing. You always used brute strength when scientific know-how would have gotten you there quicker then. So he's saying Colossus took, you know, our DNA was altered. He's got the blood. He says Colossus took, like, what's the worst of us and turned it into a strength. Reed, that's such a stretch. Exactly. Exactly. See, you get it. Yeah. On the nose. <laughs> yeah. They're going to so, do the superhero. They're going to do the superhero open like this. Nobody here, Reed. Go up two times. Stretch. Stretch. <laughs> well, that's been my time. Take me to show up. Stretch, Reed. Stretch. <laughs> Stretch. Stretch. And then here's blades of the thing. Okay, guys, here's the thing. That's my catchphrase. So the same time that mute that magazine article you 
talked about so that it was going to be released on Labor Day weekend, 93. Right. But in the end, the Mall of America was set for January 1994. And sure. Yeah, but before they put the halt on it. Well, that magazine was shady at best, so it's always interesting to see this guy that he got roped into this. You know, it wasn't like this wasn't a happen, but they, I do feel like somebody higher up knew that they could never get off the ground. No one well, knew going. They they approached Troma and they approached Corman. They did it because they they had to get something off the ground to extend the rights, and all you yeah. had to do was go into production. Yeah, I'm talking about a million dollars for. Well, if he always knew, it's very possible. But I just think, oh wait, I, I just think that uh, Corman didn't know. This was this is not our actor, and it's not our stuntman. It's oh. just got right. They when they were editing, they realized the thing says, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." But where does he go? The next thing you know, he's with Mole Man. They had to do a middle thing where he walks the earth. So this is not our actor. Wow, it's a different thing. Right, and this was done after everything was shot, and you know, months later they were editing. Maybe, maybe has some complexity to it. There's so many things. Yeah, you know, probably every movie does, and we just never know it. This one didn't get launched, and these people felt ripped off. But that's why we know about it, you know. Right. Well, part of it was like the bootleg kind of went about. Yeah. And one thing I like about a documentary is it's showing the bootleg that yeah. they were selling to them. premise of our podcast is that these are movies that we just read about mm-hmm. and never had a chance to see. It's so great to have it around. Absolutely. And uh... <laughs> that was the outfit. You guys Every... like it? I ripped off the Incredibles. Seven eyes <laughs> of four. No, she sewed them herself. You know? So... And, and they're just waiting for Ben to come back. Now, in 2005, Stan Lee said out loud in front of a whole crowd of people that the movie was never supposed to be shown to anybody. And the cast and crew had been left unaware. He says that. Yeah, then, I know. But then Eichinger dismissed Lee's claims, stating that we had a contract to release it, and I had bought out that contract. I was, you know, they, they bought out that contract. And he says later, Lee's version of the events is definitely not true. It was our original intention to make a B-movie, that's for sure. But when the movie was there, we wanted to release it. So he claims no. And this Avi from Marvel was the one who put the halt on everything. But the, but the actors still feel like it was never supposed to be. Okay, this, again, this was all filmed after it was shot. That's not our actor, and and I don't think they're credited. I don't know. But what we've got now is the mole man finding the thing. See, the next – I'll tell you when it's back to our regular actor. Yeah, okay, from this point on, we're back to the regular film. That all so that she's, other she's forced to be the key. Yeah. Sure. So stupid. 
so it just happens to be the girl the girl who fell in love with a guy who knocked her statue over and broke it right That's before he turns into the thing right before not after right so she gets kidnapped by a jeweler and she's saved by a guy who was that creepy but now he's a monster right yeah okay so he says boss we got a new member and and mole man goes he goes, no, boss, you gotta see him. Fucking rock. Oh, well, there's Jules from Rock, right? Did we just say that? He is. Yeah. No. Are there any other superheroes or villains in this movie? Uh, there's the jeweler. There's Dr. Doom. Well, if they made a sequel, there would have been. They were always hanging. They were always bumping to Spider Man. Spider Man got trapped in the escalator, or what was it, the glass elevator? They see that it was in the Fantastic Four. I think so. It was like beat Spider Man. I I didn't. I don't remember that. Now I read the Fantastic Fours through all the sixties, all the seventies, and then I kind of stopped collecting because I got older and there were girls and you know. So maybe I have like one or two from like eighty one. I don't know. It dropped off. uh, You ever see the where they introduced Black Panther? Yes, and it was yeah. Kirby's art. Very right. nice. He, he says, Fantastic Four comes uh, uh, match wits with Black Panther and whatever the guy's name. Mm-hmm. And he says stuff like he traps for uh, Fantastic Four and Fantastic yeah. Four flips through him and they're like, okay, let's be friends. You passed <laughs> my test. That's exactly right. See, I, I found out from uh, Ancestry.com that I'm 17% African-American. And at 17% African-American, I'm not from Wakanda. I'm from, like, Wakanda. You do the, then you go, you're Michael B. Jordan's guy? That was material. Clearly, you knew it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I smelled it like half a second. I dropped that joke. I've dropped any joke that has anything to do with any, you know, like, racy race or you know, anything, like, whatever's really inappropriate, I just don't tell them anymore. Yeah, it's not your wheelhouse, man. It is yeah. my wheelhouse. It is. Those are funny fucking jokes to me, but but people don't appreciate them, so just don't do them. Want well, people keep, to like you. It keeps things simple, too. If you just, like, you know, you want people to focus on the jokes and focus on, on the humor. You don't want people to second doubt or like, go, well, wait a yeah. minute. You know, yeah, because of that. this and that, and this, yeah, good, good, good on us <laughs> here at the superhero. I, old I, 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 they I, call it the bucket system at the superhero. Uh, How come the Fantastic Four go four in a row? Yeah, the Fantastic Bump, man, four yeah, in a but, row. Okay, so now he's realizing look at these handwriting. Victor is still alive, Victor is. Dude. Oh, thank God, because this movie has been still going on. Yeah, here's Darth Vader entering the rebel ship to get the plans. Right, Dr. Doom. And he's bulletproof, we learn. And he's bouncing the bullets back onto the guys so they all die. Doom got fucked up, and that's why he covered his face with that. Yep. And it was some kind of uh, ritual. Yeah, you see, it's it's like the suit 
helps like uh the crete oil on his skin or some crap right. like it, it, it's a Her- mental thing as much as a superhero costume and in the comics he had electricity he would yeah that people he would taser people with his hand finger well, kirby also kirby also has a uh, the Red Skull, who had like a mask that put on his face, and to duck on. Yeah, so there's always this. Yeah. The Red Skull looks that way in the cinematic universe one. Yeah, they don't really give an origin. I see the Red Skull pop up in like Marvel comics. Like, why? Why are you writing comics about the Red Skull? Well, he yeah. was supposed to be the enemy of Captain America because Hitler was part of real history. So he couldn't, you know, you would see Hitler in the Captain America comic books, sure. but um, not like he was the villain that Captain America ever fought. He always fought the Red Skull. And they threw in Hydra instead of just like the Stasi or or – uh, the Gestapo, they had Hydra. Yeah, yeah right. It's on uh, Fantastic Four. But <laughs> I didn't like the sequel to the first batch. They had uh, Galactus show up, but he wasn't like a Galactus robot. He was like a... a... Galactus was a... A gas. Well, let me tell you in a second, okay? Yeah. Okay, so he's got Alicia. So he's like, come here and, uh, you know, I'll shoot, you know, we can do a lot of damage before you get here. Then Alicia says, I love you. And that makes uh, Ben all soft inside. And he's no longer the thing. Ben. Now, oh, get out of here. This is the only time we'll see this in the film. You would think this would be such a plot point. I've discovered how to cure myself. Something like that. But no. Are you trying to make a joke that she's the only time she's in the Was I trying to make that joke? No, I was just yeah. saying that oh. that's the, what happens in the film. I'm surprised that they don't um, – They, it's, it's poorly written. It's out of nowhere. This, guy, this writer's for real. Let me tell you about him. Uh, Craig J. Nevis and also a guy named Kevin Rock. Is Kevin Hart and Chris Rock married? First screenplay was Happy Together, Columbia Pictures, Patrick Dempsey, Helen Slater, uh, and Brad Pitt's first film. But then he got sucked into the Roger Corman world and wrote all these Corman films, including Death Doors. Oh, no, no, no. He also wrote on his own as a producer, Death Door, starring David Carradine and Step Monster by Alan Thicke. Oh, I want to see that. I want to see Corman. I saw it, maybe. I think it sucked ass. Was it better <laughs> than Monster-in-Law? Uh, no, Monster-in-Law was better. Okay. I guess you didn't like Monster-in-Law. No, I just wanted to make sure that my monster... Uh... Yeah, you're going to keep it straight? Yeah. Okay, so now Zoom, Doom is like, hey, I got Alyssa and... I got the laser, and I'm going to zap New York City unless you guys come to me so I can do the whammy jam. And here's what the laser does. So come give me your power. I'm going to suck it out of you with my anti-whammy jammy machine. 
or I kill Alyssa and I blow up New York. Hang up. He is Doom out. Yeah, Doom out. That's the drip. Doom out. A million dollars. Bye. You didn't have to throw in that Austin Powers line. One million. That was very funny. Actually, that's not a lot of money. But what is a lot of money? Yeah, right. That they can't afford it. <laughs> so now Reed's like, I'll just take care of it on my own. It's my thing with Victor. I'm the one he blames. And then they go, We're a team. Let's right, go get we're him. family. What's going to work? Teamwork. What's going to work? But teamwork makes the dream work. All right. Guys, settle down, children. Teamwork. Just a job. Just a job. Look, I'm pretty. We're light greasing up the lens so I'm all out of focus. Oh, I don't know what's going on. That, like, mafia yeah. in the thing. Well, it's all it's all carnosaur stuff. You see it's that amazing. like bubbly thing they made there, that little piece of art? That's probably new, but this like four walls was carnosaur stuff. You can still see Diane sitting in the back actually. This with the strings. Look, yeah. look, it's art. It's it's animated. So blurry. Yeah, it's our copy, right? Now they're inside of Doom's place. Duh, it does make yeah, sense. It looks the same. It looks exactly I mean, you know, look, if you went from New York City to Eastern Europe, right. I mean, that's a serious long-ass flight. You got to make Listen, a connection. If you're talking about doing it, as someone who watches Europe, I just want to see the New York City corridor. I want to see the interior corridor hallway in the Lafia. That's it. created bullet trains. We can get there in 45 minutes. Yeah, just stand on this moving elevator, uh, sidewalk. Right. Uh, and it'll take you to Woo! this building to the next. Okay, so they walk in like, what's going on? Nobody's confronting us. Right. And then, or laser beams. Right. Well, they're, they're, they're like containment beams, and they can't get it. They're paralyzing them, and they're going to it's gonna suck out their power with tickly, tickly anti-whammy-jammy device. Miller told me to build three of these tubes. I said, you idiot. Four. I don't know, dude. He told me. Costs are astronaut. It's going to be worth it. Trust me. <laughs> Why Here you are. To... It's the things that doesn't work. You, I thought, boss, I thought you said the Fantastic Three. You idiot. Yeah. Here's the thing. The thing is the fourth one. <laughs> Here's the thing. The thing is the fourth one. I'm doing it at the open mic. Just kidding. You know, so now we 80s. get some serious yeah. acting. I'm sorry, but why don't you even put up the volume if you want? Now I'll he's like the talking about his crippling, you know, and why he blames. Look at his hands. The way he yes. look at his such an actor. Look at that. Dude, I'm sorry. Can you take the mask off? I Take your face diaper you off. Turn the sound down again. Why? Why is he like that much? His mouth diaper. Behold the monster you've made. Yeah, little. 
Why is he a wave? Sorry, his mouth diaper is coming up in a amazing <laughs> At the end of the film, they made a mistake and they 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 didn't overdub the thing's voice with the effect. And he just sounds like the regular actor. Oh, it's Aubrey Conway. Yeah. It's during a wedding and he's like, stand back, everybody. And it's like, <laughs> he just sounds like a dude. Say like uh, in the eighties, there was a big event called the Secret Wars. All the superheroes were pushed to the mat of the planet. Again, at the end of the twelve issues, all of them leave except for the thing. He stays on this mat of the thing. Yeah. And he he has his own thing where he creatures that were like the aliens. <laughs> okay. And at the end. He Enemy was himself all along. It was Ben Grimm wearing a monk thing. That he revealed it. It's like, yeah, he went back. That's probably one time he was on. They redid the Secret Wars. See the tickling. Ah, it was funny at first, but now it's annoying. Right, I you're uncontrollably tickling me. I did that to you on fish burgers. You pretend it was yeah, a right. shock. Okay, so how are they going to get out of this anti-whammy-jammy tickling machine? Right, they're playing all the superpowers somehow. Yep, that's right. And it's all going to go into doom somehow, which is never explained. So Reed uses his stretchy pants and uh -huh. stretches under the beam. I don't know how. And then kicks the beam off of them. I was gonna say it didn't look like a secure beam. <laughs> did you check your beam? I think it might be your beam. You're yes, beaming. Thank you. You're beaming. You're beaming too critically. Okay, get them! It's clobbering time. Exactly. Oop! Here comes the fireball. Yeah, Johnny. They're like Johnny. Make it. Oh, bonks! Is she invisible or is she? Visible. She like ducked out of the way and they didn't see her. Yeah. Oh, no. Check this out. They go, Johnny, make a hole in the wall. So Johnny says, I'm on it. He goes, flame, 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 flame. And by the time they've kicked the ass of everyone in the room, the thing is like, I'll just do it. And he smashes through the wall. I would mention if you're a fan of Dr. Wall assistant. It's pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Now look, that's the first time she's used the force field ever. Right, the Invisiwall. Yeah, Invisiwall. He goes, no, it's too late. It's too late. The laser's going to fire and it's going to kill New York City. It's like the Terminator episode. I don't think he were he weren't part of the Fishburger. Oh, that episode no. Yeah, you were off at Brandeis or San Francisco. I don't know. No, and I think I was still in college back then. When you would come home, okay, so now we really see the cool ass 
you know, now we see the human see torch. Yeah. And he's fiery, like a, he looks like the comic. It was well done. Um, I used to come home for like Hanukkah for I, Christmas. Right, yeah, yeah, no, I would come down for the holidays. And you'd say, Carl, leave me alone. I'd be, no, we're filming content. We are making fish burgers. Let's go, put on this costume. Well, it's something that we like. I mean, I worked at a banquet hall and I had a tuxedo. I was giving you a lift to work, right? Yeah, and we shot like War in the Gulf, and I was the news journalist. It was perfect. I put a microphone in your hand from my band. Yeah. In the back was the Gulf Station. You could see the sign. You were like, War in the Gulf. It is incredible. This war in the Gulf. Shot at a Gulf Station. Meanwhile, I was dropping you off. But that was before college, was it? Or you used to work there? Yeah, I worked there. Now we have the big confrontation between Doom and Richards, finally, you know? You betrayed me. The thing is, Victor stayed in that room, you know? I guess he's saying that Reed should have stayed there, too, or something. (laughs) Look at my fangs. This kid's got claws. (laughs) It was always like, this kid is out of mind. Now, Richards' stretchy, stretchy power just keeps punching Doom down. And this was the last film uh, shot. This was the last uh, scene. Sh- I don't know if I can say that. He had to come back to do this. This oh. is a big fall. So he's like, please help me. We were friends once. Look at this, man. Look how cool John is. That's pretty cool. Now, if you know fire, it is. it needs oxygen. It is uh, a chemical reaction. Like, it, it's, you know... Only the carbons left as oxygen mixes with whatever's burning. A laser beam would go right through fire. Right through fire. So I don't understand how he can stop the laser beam. Doesn't make sense. You gotta give Johnny Storm some time. I feel like he would be great. Yeah. He'd be like a Yeah. So Doom is like, will you help me? And then Reed Richards is like, okay. And then Doom is like, you're a sucker. And then his glo- he slips out of his gloves. Right. Shoddy work. Not there. This way, Whoa. Reed didn't kill him. He's going to help him. Okay, he's like, yeah, look, at, look at that cold-blooded eye. <laughs> Dr. Doom dies. Yeah. But you know he never does. In the comic book, he fell into a volcano. Oh, even worse. There's some interesting Fantastic Four stories. We're talking about introducing what, 20 years of like, not even real life anymore. Don't you remember, like, the crawl, and there was that... Watch how Johnny stops it, right? He just gets in its way. This is good graphics, I think. For its day and for a million-dollar budget, and but aren't you being entertained? I mean, he's all... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pushing back the laser beam, which makes no logical sense. Ooh. There was a sixth... Cartoon show, the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like Spider Man, it had its own. 
Now look, he's in space and there you need oxygen to burn flame and, or maybe he's just in the stratosphere. Maybe he's just, you know, something. <laughs> so what were you saying? The animated cartoon, do you mean the one like, um, it was what, yeah, there was, it was on Saturday morning cartoons. Had a theme song. Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four. Don't go to sleep, you're not a bore. (laughs) Oh, you're doing, uh, hey, here comes Fantastic Fantastic Four. Dogs, whatever, Fantastic Good. Stay awake, go to sleep. Okay, so now. promise they're not a bore. The actor just said it with his, now he's he's got his uh, worked on voice, his overdubbed voice, but. Now, here comes the worst effect of this whole film, and it's at the end. It looks like Dr. Seuss. An arm? (laughs) Well, he has a job at a used car lot. (laughs) Lincoln. They got a Lincoln Town Car limo. Very nice. Oh, wow. Very nice. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Carl, what do you think of this movie? I highly like I don't know. I don't know. I guess I liked it. I like this movie a lot. It's, okay. it's cheesy, it's cardboard, but don't it delivers. Think, don't you think the Thing's costume was too small? It looked too much like a man. Like in the cart, like he should have had broader shoulders, a bigger chest, and a you know, a torso that they did what they had to do. It's like watching it's like watching guys. stop motion animation. So I know this is fake, but this is as real as it looks. <laughs> So I, I gave him a pass. I mean, he didn't look as bad as Michael Chiklis. He didn't look as bad as it's a it's either going to be a CGI suit or a guy over shoulder. Yeah, I guess if it was done today, it would be CGI totally. Right. So I'm wondering, frankly, I enjoy this movie. I'm glad it's available on YouTube again. It's worth a watch. Uh, definitely, story is. It's also the documentary. Always great to see it. Last time. Documentary. <laughs> okay, well, that was the Fantastic Four here on Let's Watch the Full Length. JFL, FNC. Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, listen to it on a Sunday afternoon on our podcast on our YouTube channel. We'll be back next Sunday. We'll be back here on YouTube Radio. We'll be back on the Yes, we'll be on YouTube. Carl, next week's movie, 79. 1979. King Brat, F R A T. Tune in again next Sunday at 2 Pacific Standard Time. And then please subscribe to LWAFL on YouTube. And listen to the podcast on Sunday, please. And then subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Carl, thank you so much. What a great time. Thank you, Michael. Always fun to watch a Marvel movie. I, I, I am just, it's a, it's a Marvel. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. I'm going to go play in traffic. Ladies and thanks so much. We'll see Let's you next week. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a
lawns are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a Good evening, and welcome to the Gates of Delirium. Two hours of the finest prog rock ever conceived, performed, and endowed upon him. I'm your host, Perkins Warbeck, mine of the Plantagenet, which I vow shall soon retake the throne of England. In the meantime, I am committed to bringing the world very best of progressive rock and roll. Got a free day, 1969, 1976, and then smattering of the genre. Still alive, folks want to play rock and roll. They want to expand beyond the strictures. All other forms of expression. All fused into one beautiful package. Here on the Gates of Delirium. Radio.fm right now is April 20, 2022. It's a big gathering in the park today. I was there, but I was preparing today's show, 30th installment of the Gates of Delirium. I'm going to emphasize, we're going to concentrate on two bands. One is Steve Hillage, whose first album after he left the band Gong, this is from 1960. Fish Rising. We're also going to hear a Popal Vu album. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. This is the group. 
glorious Omerev. Be filled with it.
anyway.
We are listening to Steve Hillage from his first solo album, Fish Rising. Tune is called Afterglid. This is from way back in 1975. I was 15 years old. I wish I knew this existed. off into other things, fortunately. We're going to move on now, Ruth. A Belgian band that was formed in 1971. The band is Popol Vuh. We're going to play two songs from one album, and then we're going to get into an entire other album from them that was came out in 1976. I forget the name off the top of my head. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium, and I am Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd. This is MutinyRadio.fm from San Francisco, California. This is Popol Vuh. 